is film like milk. Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm. Damn it. Leche. <laughs> Whole milk, skim milk, medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we discuss movies that have gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Paris Herbert Taylor, and with me as ever is my lovely co-host, uh, David Lestat William Rogers. Hello. Ooh, David Lestat. I'll take it. I <laughs> thought you maybe maybe give me Armand because I'm a little, little darker, a little tanner, okay, but yeah. you know, I'll, I'll do Lestat, you know, I'm a little yeah. taller than he is, but that's fine. I mean, Thank not you. in the movie. I mean, and we're giving it away now so before we get too far david what yes. movie are we are doing we... interview with the vampire the vampire chronicles this was 1994 starring brad pitt tom cruise antonio banderas Kristen dunst and this was um written by ann rice the screenplay was and it was directed by neil jordan neil jordan mm-hmm. And uh, had you seen this movie before? I had. And you had not? I had not. Uh, So this was a fun one for me. I really didn't know what to expect. I kind of like Googled it and it was like basically like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, you know, in old timey vampire gear. So I was like, you know what? I'm in. I'm so in. Lots (laughs) to discuss in the film. But before we do that, uh, I think it's your turn. What is this film about? Okay. So this film, we open up basically is getting interviewed louis our main character by um an interviewer who thinks he's interesting and that's christian slater which i want to talk about that that was never super clear to me how they became to be interviewing but that was just a sidebar but yeah uh, yeah sorry go on <laughs> continue <laughs> yes okay so okay so we got louis and he starts telling his story because he's like i'm glad you followed me i'm glad we got here because i want to talk about this he goes back into his history he's 200 years at this point 200 years old and he starts out saying he was a 24 year old in new orleans and he was a master of a um, plantation basically he was a slave owner and he's 24 and he's getting depressed because his wife and daughter or child died in childbirth so he's when we see him and he's going back into it he wants to lose his estate his money and he wants to lose his sanity basically he's not feeling it anymore life is gone from him he doesn't see any joy in it and he just wants a release so Tom Cruise's character, Lestant, kind of sees this. Um, Louis in a bar, opens up his shirt. This guy's about to shoot him because he thinks he's cheating in poker. Uh, Lestant, Tom Cruise's character, follows him out, says, do you want to die or you know, do you basically want to live forever? So there's kind of these interactions. He bites him and then he comes back later. He's like, you have a decision. I'm going to give you the choice I never had. And Brad Pitt decides that he wants this life that Tom Cruise has given him. And he watches his last sunrise. He gets drained of his blood. And then Tom Cruise feeds him his blood. He's, his heart stops and he becomes a vampire. Then we just kind of go through his life, um, going back and forth with him and Kristen Slater. He ends up having like a daughter by chance because this guy, Tom Cruise, is like basically fucking with him his whole life, trying to get him to be like his number two and mm-hmm. to kill people. And he's fighting against that. He wants he's to still like got his holding on to his human yes. nature. And, you know, through through that, having a, a child, a vampire child, and then meeting other vampires 
way down the line in Paris, kind of see how his whole life went about. And it's just like his experience as a vampire. Totally. Good synopsis. So much, even in that little description to unpack. All yeah, I mean, it's a two hour movie. It's a, it's more than two. Yeah, I remember looking at the time and being like, oh God, I feel like this is so 2021, but like my attention span is like an hour and a half, you yeah, know? Yeah. So this like, this movie felt long, um, but I'm glad we chose it because I think there are a lot of things to unpack. What was the first thing you noticed uh, in the rewatch when you were rewatching this film? I mean, like I said, I've seen it before. So basically kind of like the way it was shot was mm. a little bit different when Lestant, Tom Cruise's character, bites him and takes him up mm-hmm. when they're at the docks. That seemed a little bit off, right? Mm-hmm. Looked, looked funny the way they shot that, the way they lifted him up, like stunt crew or whatever with the cables. Yeah. It seemed like uh, that only, aged a little bit. Some only of a shots. couple of shots like that. There's another one where they're fighting in like a garden and he kind of gets pulled backwards and you can kind of tell it's like a, yeah. a fire shot. Yeah, yeah, I think if they did it nowadays, they could pull it off a little bit better. Yeah. But I mean, this was like the highest grossing vampire movie for 10 yes. years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the first monster thing... cast. The, the, yeah, well, that was the first thing that really like stuck out to me, like watching this now from a 2021 standpoint, because we're almost, you know, 30 years down the line. I was just like, man, they had like, it's such an A-list cast. Like Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in 1994 would have been like the height, right? Like Tom Cruise is crushing it. Um, then they had Christian Slater and I mean, Kirsten Dunst, you know, obviously she's a young girl. We know now that she's like a monster star as well, like mm-hmm. you said. So just... Just Antonio crazy. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas, uh, Tandaway Newton. Um, yeah. uh, and then, you know, other little character cameos that I recognized as well, which was cool. But um, yeah, this movie has an underlying problem, which I think when you mention it to anyone, they immediately kind of make a face. I mean, I definitely was telling a couple co-workers like, oh, this is the movie we're talking about. And there was a couple like, oh, because... Kirsten Dunst is like 12 in this film Mm -hmm. and you know the whole idea of vampires is a little bit sexualized I I mean traditionally in like history if you read about it you know it's it's essentially penetrating someone right like there is this whole um yeah it's like I mean it's fangs but like there's this kind of underlying like thing of penetration and so they create this this daughter uh Louis and Lestat and it's Kirsten Dunst and then also she kisses Brad Pitt. Um, it was her first kiss, actually. And uh, yeah, there's some things now that I just don't think would fly in a 2021 movie. Yeah, but I mean, their relationship was like father-daughter. Yes. They talk about it multiple times. Mm. So I don't think that kiss was... But Antonio Banderas thinks he, that she's the lover. There's, uh, there's, I was just actually re-watching the scene before we jumped on. He asks her if... He, sorry, he asks Brad Pitt's character, but she's your lover. And he says, no, she's my beloved. Like, she's my child. So yeah. there's... And th- Antonio Banderas is jealous because he wants Brad Pitt, Louis' yeah, character, right. to stay with him and live with him. Um, Which is kind of... He a- says, like, I'll never give up. You know, that's my daughter. I'll never give her up. And there is kind of... Um, I'm glad you brought that up because there is kind of a homosexual theme that runs through this film. Um, and I was reading an article and... and Anne Rice or Anna Rice, who's the original author of the film, said that Lestat and Louis are meant to be like a same-sex couple because they, you know, Tom Cruise's character Lestat, he's like, this is our daughter. And it's very like, you know, they're two men raising her together, which is interesting. And then Antonio Banderas definitely is obsessed with Brad Pitt's character. So mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. I mean, the way the way they like Tom Cruise bites 
Brad Pitt. Like, oh my god, that's what it's, I wrote down. I was very, like, very, very erotic. sexual yeah. and erotic. Yeah, and it's almost like you know, like they're starting like two love, love making. Yeah, yeah, kissing each other's neck. But in all vampire movies, it's it's kind of like that because it's very like sensual. It's the craving that mm. they have. Like, they're blood pretty lust. much the undead. Yeah, yeah, and they have a bloodlust and they have a craving to feed that. Mm-hmm. And Tom Cruise keeps coming back to it. He's like you will get rid of your pain once you eat. See, like, and once he does eat, see how you feel? Your pain is gone. He's like, you have to keep eating. You have to keep doing this so you can feel pain-free. And it's interesting as well. It seems like when they're biting the victims, I'm thinking specifically of um, they go to like a a play. It seems like the people, the victims are getting like a pleasure from them being bitten. Um, There's another scene where Tom Cruise is feeding off this. I love how they always... (laughs) If you pause it on Amazon, it says like whore one and whore two. And it's like, (laughs) and he's like biting at her breast. And at first she's like super into it. And then she looks down and realizes. So I'm thinking like. She sees all the blood. Yeah. I'm thinking in vampire lore, it's something like, you know, pleasurable um, before they die. Because except then the way Newton's character, she was. Um, screen. How do you pronounce her first name? Is it Thandy? So, or... Well, she changed it. She was Tandy okay. Newton for a long time. And then I recently saw on Instagram that she was like, you know, it was in the height of like reclaiming, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff. And she was like, I'm going back to my original name. I think she shortened it for the stage. So I, okay. it's, it's, it's Tandy, T-H-A-N-D-I-E and then W-E. So I think she says Thandaway. So I apologize. if Thandaway. I'm probably mispronouncing. Oh, no, I was just curious. I am trying. Um, But yeah, so she screams when she gets bitten. But um, everyone, like most of them seem to like enjoy getting bitten by the vampires. Yeah. And then let's see the other lady he does it to at that tavern. And she's like, you'll never find anything more sweet. Yeah. He's like, well, what about your lips? He's like, she's even sweeter. But then he has a little ring and he slits people's wrists. Yeah. Tom has. And he bled her out before she probably had a chance to scream. That was a creepy piece of jewelry. It's like a thumb. It's almost like an extended, like a little blade on his thumb. And he Mm. like pushes into people's wrists and then he can eat them or he can pour his own blood into their mouths when he's turning them into vampires. Um, Speaking of vampire stuff, <laughs> the okay, so Brad Pitt's character, like we were talking about it in the intro, he kind of wants to maintain his uh, his humanity. So he's like eating rats and chickens and stuff like that. So my question to you is, do you think that there could be a rat vampire? Like if if they poured some of their blood into this rat, <laughs> could the rat live? Oh, you mean, um, yeah, basically, <laughs> if if that's how we're looking at it you mean the rat drinks some of the yeah so like blood so brad's character louis is like doesn't want to kill people he fights it for a really long time and so he's surviving off rats and chicken could there be a vampire dog right could there be a vampire poodle yeah i don't know that's an interesting takeaway i mean maybe maybe you could make that movie where you got some (laughs) vampires with two like vampire uh like a dog and a cat like rottweilers or something Yeah. yeah I just cats would be good. Yeah, they lurk at night. It's very interesting because they seem so hesitant to make other vampires. Um, I don't know. I feel like if I was a vampire, I'd be like, I need so many friends, and I'm just gonna make (laughs) a little. And then they they go to it's they go to Paris, right? And that's where they meet the other vampires. Yeah, where uh, Lestat Tom Cruise's character said 
he is from mm-hmm. where he didn't have a choice and where his the person that made him made him uh, but i did have a fact about the rats so yeah tell us um th- this was a nod to bram stoker's novel dracula mm-hmm. because um in the book dracula takes a long trip on a boat and has to eat rats. So Tom Cruise's character references that yeah. saying eating rats is good for staying alive if they're ever at sea for of, a month. If yeah, if you run out of options. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and actually and then on the way back, so uh Louis and Claudia, played by Kirsten Dunst, go back to Europe um to search for more vampires. Mm-hmm. And the boat that they're on, he kind of says like a little joke. He's like, the boat was blissfully free of rats, but there was a strange plague that seemed to touch everyone. But these yeah. two essentially they're like eating all the eating rats. All the people. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, vampire stuff really intrigues me. And I think it's really interesting to see how different people have a take on it because, you know, folklore or whatever, like in this film, uh, Christian Slater's character, the journalist is like, what about crucifixes? What about this? And and Brad Pitt's character is like, no, no, but the coffin thing is real. Mm-hmm. There's no Transylvania. I think the interesting thing about like monsters, zombies, vampires, whatever is there's always new reinterpretations and I'm super here for it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a popular folklore. You got vampires, werewolves, Mm -hmm. things of that nature, ghosts, Mm -hmm. goblins, all that stuff. But there's something about vampires because the way they're portrayed is they're educated and Mm -hmm. uh, they've lived forever and they've read all these books and they've experienced all these cultures and civilizations you know, and you kind of feel like they have an air of authority to it's them. It's true. They're better than people. Well, werewolves are like the jocks of the monster world, and the vampires are like the intellectuals, right? <laughs> I guess <laughs> it depends on what you're watching, though, because this, like, you go to Paris and those vampires, and it's kind of cool that they do plays in um, that one scene where they pretty much eat that woman on stage in front. I of wrote people. that down as something to talk about because I feel like the '90s they were like, okay boobs how are we gonna put them in we gotta yeah, get boobs yeah. in here and Somehow, there's a couple times somewhere. like uh there's one scene where claudia like sees this creole woman and she's like naked washing herself mm-hmm. in the window and then she like ends up killing her and leaving her in her bed because she kind of wants her, her do- she wanted to be her yeah because she's she a little upset. girl she well she's grow. she's let's see She's probably later 30s at that point. Yeah. Because she no, had been pro- a vampire yeah. probably for 30. 30- well, she would have been 40 something because it's 40, been yeah, 30 she, years. It's like yeah. 10 years and she'd been a vampire for 30 years. So that's a interesting thing to have. And that's why when they go to France and Paris, they say we don't make vampires, vampires because they can't survive by themselves. We don't make child vampires. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yes, then there's this scene where they do like a play and it's a play within a play and they're like, oh, how avant-garde. And it's, they're pretending to be vampires on stage and there's a young woman and they basically, yeah, they feed on her and everybody thinks it's just part of the play. Yeah. But I did see well, that. they're not pretending. The, oh, the, the vampires are not. The, the audience thinks they're pretending. Yeah, like I wonder where they got that lady from. She's literally freaking out. and She's and, also speaking English. She's like, please, I don't want to die. I'm like, yeah. okay, why isn't she speaking French? People, <laughs> people in the audience must be like, Oh, she's she's the greatest actor I've ever all time. seen. She yeah. can really scare. Uh, no, scare. she's like, I don't want to die. And this other woman in the audience is like, take me. Because they all think it's, you know. And yeah. then he's like, you wish it turn. Yeah. yeah. And they laugh. But yeah, I just was watching that. And I was like, I do feel like the 90s was more like gratuitous boobies a little it bit. It wasn't just boobs, too. You saw boobs bush. and bush. Yeah. yeah. She got, they took all her clothes off. Yeah. Good, good body. Like, listen, I wasn't mad about it. I love a little bit of random 
have boobs and bush, but I just don't feel like in 2021, we see that as much. It's always yes. like a little bit more justified, the nakedness. Yeah, I feel <laughs> 90s, it was, it was women's boobs. And then for guys, it was always uh, like a butt shot, like right. in, the, in the moonlight. Right. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, she's so edgy. It's the 90s, yeah. boobs and butts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you brought up a great theme there. So Kirsten Dunst is turned into a vampire at a young age. She starts talking about um, how she wants to be an adult and a woman and she never will be. And it's really fascinating because I was like, this is the first time they're having this conversation in 30 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> You'd think she would say that after a few years, but it really is interesting talking about womanhood and what's expected. And she gets into a fight with Tom Cruise's character Lestat. And he says, I wrote it down. Um, she, she tries to like make up with him. They have a fight. We come to find out she's actually a backstabbing. But uh, she says, I have a present for you. And he says, then I hope it's a beautiful woman with endowments you'll never possess, which yeah, is so mean. Burn. Well, he, he was an asshole from the start, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was a great line for his character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's he's pissed off at her. Yeah. That he's pissed at the world that he created and this home that he created for Louis and, and her that they're rejecting it. Yeah. And the gift I gave you, you're yeah. rejecting it. So anything the they push gift, back yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything they push back on. He's like, fuck you guys. I can't believe you guys would do this or, you know, not appreciate everything. I've He given is you. a control freak, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because he left the coven in Paris and he clearly like, you know, back in the day, America was the new world mm-hmm. and he thinks he's like starting this new world. And yeah, he's basically rejected and, Spoiler alert, uh, Kirsten Dunst's character ends up trying to kill him yeah. and he comes back. And But how did you feel? It's a bizarre feeling for an audience to have, uh, you're looking at a little girl, mm. but she's 40. So but she's, that's, yeah, that's she, kind of like, she tries to cut her hair because she wants to look older and it grows back curly again. Because yeah. before she cut it, like I forgot about that um, part. And I was like, just straighten your hair. You know what I mean? No. Uh, no, like it just bounces back curly, which is kind they of bizarre. They can't change. They I mean, can't change. And it's just weird that she could potentially be 200 years old at some point. But I don't think her brain changes because that's what I mean. Like she's very infantilized through the film. And that's where I felt like they were trying to make it okay that, you know, all these things that were happening, like they said, um, her eyes told her real age. And it's like, yeah, but you're verging on dangerous territory there because physically she looks like a child and she's acting like a child. And yes, in theory, she would be like 30, 45 or something, you know, but to yeah, me- Yeah, but she, how is she acting that much like a child at that point? She's she, she's come, becoming one of the best killers. But she, right? still, she still talks like very innocently. She doesn't yeah, like- Yeah, well, because she, she is a child actor, right? She has to talk that way. It's not like right. they can l- lower her voice. But no, I'm but just I- saying it's a weird- place for the audience to be in because like you said physically that's a little girl and you know that's chris little kristen dunce yeah but at the same time it's like she's older than we are right now i know and but- that's what i'm kind of thinking like if i was yeah. a little kid you know if i was in a little kid's body but with my mindset because she starts she's she doesn't care about dolls really anymore when he buys her another one on her birthday she's like i'm sick of these i have all these and she's she's being well I mean, you could still, like a kid could still be uh, manipulative, right? Which she is, like you said, she stabs him in the back and she has these plans to get rid of him. And then 
just yeah, be with I don't, Louis. I don't think she really is. To me, I read it as, or I viewed it as like she, her mind is also stuck in that of a 12 year old, you know? So like, yes, she's been alive for X amount of years, but she's the day she was turned into a vampire, she stopped developing anywhere, like physically, mentally, you know, like a child's brain is so different from an adult's brain. Mm-hmm. And so that was my read on it. And that's why I was kind of a bit like, oh, because even... Yeah, they definitely threw that 30 thing in there. And it's like, so yeah, your brain starts to do the math. And you're like, okay, so actually she's like middle-aged now. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely, like I'm saying, for an audience, it's off-putting. Yeah. Right. And uh, she, Kristen Dunn said that she thought, you know, kissing Brad Pitt was super gross. Yeah, she and thought he had cooties. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's so funny because I just don't think, I just don't even think that would happen in a movie today. I don't think they would like just, they it would just, Send. Oh, they for sure wouldn't let him kiss. An executive would be like, mm, no. Even yeah. like the theme of it, it's too close to something that's like verging on fucked up, even though I hear yeah. what you're saying. And like we, the audience, know she's actually middle-aged. But to look at it, it's just very... And there's another scene, actually. Um, Antonio Banderas's character, Armand, has that little boy that has bite marks all over him. Yeah, yeah. So I think you a- could do it, but you just can't get towards anything sexual. Like you yeah. could do it. Like you could have Brad Pitt kiss her on the forehead or something, and like right. good night, sweetheart. Right? Like you, like my adopted child, basically. But you yeah. can't have anything that's borderline, like where your audience is feeling like, "Whoa, wait a minute, what? What are we getting on the edge of here?" Yes, exactly. And I think yeah. they do kind of ride that line where it's a bit like, "Ooh." And I definitely, like I said, when I said to a coworker, I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm gonna do this movie." Um, he was like, "Ooh." Because <laughs> I think there's even if you if you watch it, it's like you're right they definitely try to get around it but like just the optics of it from the outside is a bit like uh what are we doing here guys what are we doing here so yeah that was definitely, definitely, something definitely that, off-putting. that jumped out at me um yeah. another thing was obviously the plantation element um the slave stuff i don't know how relevant it was to the story but there was a lot of throwaway lines like um there's this older aristocratic woman that they're gonna eat and he just kind of offhand says like, oh yeah, she killed her husband and then blamed on the slave. Imagine what they did to him. Um, you yeah, know, but they were setting that up because that she's evil and that she was going to taste better because yeah. it's it's better to kill a woman like that yeah. who's done shitty stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was still so, like- But at the, it's a time period though, right? Right. He was, he was 200 years old. That's when slavery existed. Mm-hmm. And that's where his story started. It's not like- they could have been like, oh, we're starting in California or whatever, <laughs> Arizona. It's, yeah, the 1700s, uh, it, nobody around the world was doing um, good stuff to yeah, na- native people or people being of color. A part so. of, exactly. So with that, like, I'm not too... It did bug uh, you? It, not at all, because it's like, this is his, This is our history, right? right? This did happen. So if you're, if you're presenting something from a storyline that actually did happen, that's basically what this yeah. was it got me thinking that i'd be i would love to see i don't know if this already exists but i would love to see a vampire story set um but with the slaves being the vampires um because i think that would be interesting to see the revenge wreaked <laughs> upon the uh the oh, slave yeah. owners like, see that I, would that be hard to pull off though would it be hard to pull? because i feel like the, okay so brad pitt this is what kind of i thought was fucked up with the slaves mm. so um brad pitt kills um thandy thandy yeah thandaway uh he kills thandaway and then he's got her in arms he's like you guys are all free and he take her like get out of here go and then he burns the place down those slaves are probably most of them probably got killed 
we by would, other people. We were saying that. We were saying that by another plantation, mm-hmm. another farm. Like, wait a minute, you you're you supposed to be down. on on uh, Louis's plantation. You burnt that shit down. Where's Louis? He, we haven't seen from him, heard of him. You guys killed him. All you guys are dead. That's you know what, what I mean? we so were talking about. Fun. We were like. So I obviously don't know as much about American history, but uh, Scott, my partner, was like, what year is this supposed to be? Because like there was a certain point before like like the Underground Railroad or whatever, where like you could just if you were a slave, even if you because he's just yelling like you're free. But like you needed paperwork to like show that. Right. Just walk around. Oh, oh, my guy. He said I'm free. He disappeared. Yeah, he's gone. I I don't know where he's at. He (laughs) He started only coming out at night. But, um, <laughs> I don't know where yeah, he's, he's at. Said, <laughs> he's been eating a lot of rats, to be completely honest with you. So we yeah. just got the fuck he's out of there. Kind of gross. He, he's had some issues. I don't yeah. know. He's got some guys seeing or yeah. And then with, he said I we were know. free, so we just we went. And, yeah. So um, yeah. we're just gonna take we're just gonna off go this way. If you guys are yeah. cool, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna go. You ain't down going nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, go ahead, slaves. Yeah, don't burn the place down. Maybe write some letters. I don't know. Give us us your fortune. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You own people. That's pretty fucked up. (laughs) And because he wanted to give it away in the first place. Right. Yeah. He's all like depressed. And it's like, okay, so you're super depressed. Um, I have some theories of what you can do. Maybe help the people. I also did... Dandaway did say you never come to the slave quarters anymore. Were I didn't get, know if that was you getting like, lovers vibes. I was, was getting yeah. I don't know if he was sleeping with her in the slaves quarters because that's what a lot of yeah you know, uh, masters or slave owners did. They, the they would go sneak into mm-hmm. the yeah slave slave quarters, and, and they were calling each other machete, um, which is like my love, which is very. I mean, I guess maybe French people. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm over in France in the next yeah. couple months. But like you know. Um, <laughs> I got that same vibe. I got that same like, and it was also, also a lot of like looking and touching and it was like, maybe he had found solace, you know, in the slave quarters. I don't know. I don't know the plan. I mean, listen, the plantation stuff makes me feel uncomfortable because I hate the idea that people were ever owned as property, but mm. you're right. Like I think in a film, that's where my sort of white privilege and like continuing to learn, like I need to, sit with that uncomfortableness um but it's, it's yeah it's the truth it's it real yeah. yeah it's real and um it's just in situations like this i'm just like I, I i just think about the actors too like i think i sent you the video i saw a video on tiktok and it's like you know the people of color at the craft table like sitting opposite the guy that's playing the slave owner and it's like oh, yeah. you know and he's like yeah you really got into the character there like uh, <laughs> how'd you prepare for this it's like yeah, very uh, you know yeah but um, yeah, I mean, this was a 1994 movie. So were we surprised that there were other, no other people of color in this? Not really. It was the time period. It's set yeah. in the aristocratic circles. Um, yeah. Now, did you see who they thought of to play the two top characters? I saw um, a couple of different things, but what did you read? Uh, it was Cher and uh, <gasps> oh. what is her name? The, what, your girl from uh, Witches from um, witches oh, yeah. oh angelica, angelica houston. houston yeah um they were they, gonna have her they, yeah it almost happened yeah there were potentials potentials for, for which roles. character for louis and um uh, and the stat oh they were mm-hmm. gonna make it a female led yeah there's t- at one point it's gonna be sharon angelica uh, now houston. 
That's a film I would definitely see. I also saw that when Anne Rice was writing it, she was thinking of Rutger Hauer, who went on to play a vampire in Buffy. You'd recognize him. Um, and then also John Travolta. John Travolta. But they Tom got too. Hanks. They got too old. By the so yeah. apparently, apparently in the seventies there were a ton of vampire movies that came out, and um, so it kind of got like shelved. Yeah. But uh, I her we, novels were published in seventy six, or this novel because it's it. it's like twelve different ones. This, these chronicles yeah. that she wrote, and this one was published in seventy six. So, um, like by the time it got greenlit, yeah, all these other got people kind of got passed. Out. Daniel Day Lewis in the eighties turned it down. Damn, Daniel Day Lewis yeah. was fire in this um, because he would have became a vampire to prepare for the role. You know, yeah, he would have started <laughs> eating rats. <laughs> he's like i can't do it i can't do it to my family um what did you think about tom cruise and brad pitt playing opposite each other uh i thought they were good i saw that brad pitt um almost wanted to back out yeah Mm -hmm. and they told him it was going to cost like 40 million so he Mm -hmm. stayed on it sounded like he was a big whiner uh, from what i read on this movie like he was upset about the contacts that he had to wear and the clothing so maybe he just didn't maybe he was upset with like being cast alongside tom cruise and he was just like venting um i mean i only read the one article that said he felt like that so i think i read something about i read something about him like you know not wanting to do like all the night shoots and like being really depressed and i totally get that and like you know again like so much of what i read about like the did you know it's like i have to fact check it but i also read that i don't know if this one's real but i read like did you read about how they were required to be upside down for half an hour so that makeup people could do their makeup to, for the veins yeah, yeah. do you think that's, that's real that's, i don't know that's interesting but i i don't see why you would need to because you could just make the vein with right. the makeup right could you not <laughs> right you could just sort of and, guess. and if you want to do it like i felt like the makeup the veins were kind of subtle when they yeah. were in light which i appreciated yeah it wasn't like they were too extreme like a crazy looking vampire right. their mouths did seem weird to me though the teeth a little bit the teeth yeah it almost seemed like like it was their mouths were protruding a little bit because yeah. of that yeah and i felt at some point some of their lines they delivered kind of were like mince mispronounced or muddled because mm. I, I think those teeth but yeah, yeah I, I, I for the for the veins i i'm not sure like i could see them doing that because your blood's rushing to your head and you can right. okay trace them out um but why would you it seems like a lot of effort yeah Yeah, you just take a picture and be like okay this is where they were yesterday you know (laughs) yeah um also yeah i feel like if i saw a guy with like a bunch of veins in his face and like teeth that look kind of look like fangs i'd be like that guy's for sure a vampire or thinks he is so i'm gonna probably not have sex with him (laughs) although i guess if i'm whore number one you know i don't really have a choice listen if you want to stay whore number one if you're i don't want to get, get bumped down to two <laughs> you're gonna get all the good, <laughs> the good johns yeah i mean this movie had some sexy stuff in it like there was a lot of whores um mm. and uh i think it's interesting and again i think it comes back to the fact that like the act of being a vampire is kind of sexual in nature like it is penetration you know it's a lot of yeah. sensual neck related stuff and they're they're hunters i saw tom Predators. cruise watched a bunch of videos of lions hunting zebras oh. yeah to kind of prepare for it. tom cruise is a great actor actually yeah he I goes he goes in don't necessarily uh love all the things about tom cruise um and i don't want people to come for me but you know what i'm talking about um and uh and yet 
he has given us some great performances. I think this is a really underrated performance from him. Yeah. I never I never hear anybody going, you know, Tom Cruise, the guy from uh, Conversations with a Vampire. <laughs> Interview with a Vampire. <laughs> Conversations. <laughs> Conversations. I like that title. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of did seem like a conversation. I was a little upset with the filming, but I mean, it was so long, so I get it. But there's only a few scenes with Kristen Slater, right? No, and that's that a big, he, that's that a waste of that amazing to, yeah. actor, you know? Um, well, Joaquin Phoenix, or sorry, River mm. Phoenix was supposed to play this role, but he passed away. And that's why Christian Slater took it. I saw it. that. And I think he donated I saw uh, that money to, to like, charities. charities. I think yeah, it was his yeah. whole salary. I, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's a real classy move, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Christian Slater in the 90s too, like he was the thing, right? Yeah. And he's, I mean, I've seen it. I've worked on a mo movie and I know that you get these like amazing performances. And like you said, it's <laughs> timing. You know, maybe they had more scenes where it was really amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, in the end, uh, spoilers here skip this part if you don't want to hear spoilers but um he is driving in his car and he's listening to the tapes and then tom cruise like grabs him right and is like i'm gonna give you the choice that i never had so in yeah. that scene we were laughing because he's like literally slamming into the side of the like golden gate bridge <laughs> and he hits all these other cars and then he keeps driving and we're like yeah. well first of all wouldn't his foot gone off the pedal like or wouldn't he have, like people be like oh my god like everyone's just driving like normal I've, i was waiting it was kind of like I was hanging in anticipation for a moment there. I thought they flew off the bridge mm -hmm. and he was having that conversation and then they were about to hit the water. Oh. And then it just never happened. So I'm like, well, what the fuck? Because I'm thinking the same thing. Like they must have crashed or ran up against the guardrail. Yeah. And then you slowly see Tom Cruise's hand grab the wheel. Right. Like we've heard enough of Louie. And he ejects the tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, while so Kristen then, Stewart's like, or what's not Kristen Stewart, Kristen Slade is like Kristen bleeding Slade. out, but he's still yeah. got his foot on the gas pedal. Thank God. <laughs> so that we can get that great sweeping shot over the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Which uh, this was the first movie that they closed down two lanes for. That's ever. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie I worked on in Pittsburgh, we shut down a whole bridge. I know that's no mean feat. Um, yeah, it takes difficult. a lot of takes a lot of contracts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But Permitting. it was very cool. Very cool yeah, shot yeah. of them pulling out um but yeah i guess i guess lestat couldn't die he was set on fire fed to a crocodile <laughs> left in a building yeah so i don't know why they didn't start him on fire in the first place because um kristen stunt's character says let's start this guy on fire yeah right and he's, and then he's like, like no, no he doesn't deserve that let's feed him Swamp? to the <laughs> yeah 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 that'll oh, be yeah. good Swamp, Swamp, swamp's cool yeah Swamp's pretty swamp. good yeah, yeah, yeah the crocodile will be or alligators or whatever they have in new orleans um i will say i did enjoy the nod to that culture like the creole stuff and i feel like i need need more movies set in new orleans it's a very visual and beautiful place mm -hmm. but also so so the stat comes back and they finally do light him on fire the second time they're like let's fucking light this guy on fire which by the way it doesn't still kill him and then they end up burning down all of new orleans and it was so funny david that scene where they're running to the boat and it's like they they get on the boat and they pull up the thing and they're like let's get out of here i'm like dude do you think the boat would still be like we gotta go or do you think people yeah. would like just maybe stop the boat from leaving and be like we gotta help yeah this is a fucking fire no no man they got it i they talked got to them also yeah they're fine <laughs> and also they don't check their tickets they're just like Come on, you're supposed to yeah. be on here. Well, they were supposed to be on there because I know they were, but they never yeah, checked their they tickets. They never checked the tickets. Yeah. Um movie magic. What so, can I say? Yeah, movie magic. And to to backpack on that, 
Um, Backpack on that. Whatever. Just to jump on it, to Mm. be on the back of your thought. Um, The back of my pack. Continue. Yes. So I, I wish they would have given me more story right how things came to be how um, Lestat um, had that connection with Armand yeah and how when he gets to meet Armand so you don't know shit either like he says finally someone's giving me answers but he didn't tell him much he didn't didn't know where they're from he just said this is how this is how vampires get down like tell me it it was like some virus and Armand was the first one he got sick and he died and he just didn't die like he well, woke up a, and that's so, how he was. You see, someone ate a bat in China. And then yeah, we had this COVID-19, fucked mm. a pangolin, and then no one would get vaccinated. And, and then, then we became vampires. Yeah. 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 So I wish they would have gave me a little bit of that. But at the same time, that wasn't this story. It's the chronicles well, of one vampire. Right. But like in also, the search I think for truth of who you are now, like why wouldn't some of these questions be the first things you ask? Where do exactly. we come from? Where do how we come this, from? Why does this work? Why... You know, why are we the way we are? And you see Claudia going into the library and researching and stuff like that. But two things. One, a book is always going to give you, like, I'd be very curious to read this book. I wonder if it goes into it more. It's very difficult, as we've seen with things like Harry Potter, to condense like a 200 page book into a two hour movie. Mm -hmm. Second thing, there is actually a TV show that's supposed to be coming out next year and it's an eight part series. So, and it's the same book. So I'm wondering. Um, if same book or the or the multiple oh, actually, novels, I thought I read it was this one, but it could be completely okay. wrong. Um, but I would be very interested to see if they do delve into the um, to the origin because I think now viewers are really interested in that, right? Like with Twilight, we wanted to know more. Yeah, we had a bunch of movies, so yeah, super interesting. Because what if Christian Slater is was supposed to be that second book in these? Yeah. she wrote twelve novels, right? Well, I think so Claudia, Claudia was supposed updates. to have her own book. Um, oh, really? As well, yeah. So Claudia gets turned into dust. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah. She's, the vampire's burner. Yeah, her, her and her new her mom. new mom that she makes. Yeah. yeah not very cool um (laughs) not very nice and then also like that was so weird so they basically wall him into a they put him in a coffin and wall him into a wall and then they kill claudia and the new woman and then they let him out and he obviously is going to go on a rampage and Mm -hmm. i was just laughing the whole time because it's like this deserted crypt where they're all sleeping in their coffins and they know that they've just released this guy who's fucking pissed and there's all these lit candles around them. So obviously he comes in there and lights them all on fire. Hey guys, you know, it's, we killed a kid and her new mom. Let's get a good night rest tonight. Yeah. Let's go to I bed early. Louis, I don't think Louie's coming come back. back. Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. I, should I blow out these candles? <laughs> nah, just leave them. Just leave them there. That's fine. Armand, do you think your boy's cool? He's, he's cool, right? He's cool. He's, cool. he's, yeah, not, pretty, he's, he's not that we, mad, right? We killed his daughter. He'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was a little unbelievable. At that also, point. we were just laughing the whole way through. Like they're so afraid of, um, can of like getting lit on fire, and there's all these just naked flames around everywhere. Like you're a yeah. vampire, you can see in the dark. You know, like he says, he's got good vision. <laughs> Maybe just live in a dark house. I don't know. Yeah, they're like hunters. Doesn't really work for the movie magic. It's no, because then we couldn't see it. Um. Okay. So another thing. I mean, this movie was so '90s. The the fact that Kristen Slater's character is recording him on a tape recorder, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, 90s, so cute. <laughs> um, we love to see that. And then also the smoking inside the room. I was like, I feel like that wouldn't happen. That now. wouldn't go. No, that wouldn't go right now. People be vaping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vape. You'll see that in the series. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, that was just some nineties stuff that really stuck out. To I me. didn't like, okay. So you got this movie and it ends the way it ends. I'm not sure how you felt about the ending. I didn't care for it too much. Um, but then they play, uh, what is it? The Rolling Stones song, but it's a cover. Um, it's like, please allow me to introduce myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A song about the devil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I was not feeling that, especially because yeah, it, it, it was the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, okay. I did not like the way it ended. Got to just open up this booty sweat that I got back in Louisiana. <laughs> oh, Louisiana. Yeah. I mean, yeah very 90s you know like in and out with these like weird song choices uh so i don't know they probably got really excited that they were allowed to use like the rolling stones so they're like well where can we want this well it's not gonna True. be in oh, 1700s devil sympathy for the devil yeah. yeah yeah but like that's a little bit on the nose mm-hmm. come um, on yeah. come mm-hmm. on and the yeah. way it ended so here's the okay now this just hit me. Okay, so I know they talk about Louis. He's the newer version for the newer culture, right? And that's mm-hmm. what they like to do. Get a newer vampire that can speak to the era that they're kind of playing in at that point, right? And he has all this this like, uh, this like pain inside of him. And that's what Armand is attracted to. He's like, you are this new generation. Like, you're going to move us forward, basically. So I loved, I did kind of like the way they talked. It was almost like Shakespearean, the way um, Anne Rice wrote it, especially on in the earlier days. But then, yeah, then to throw that song in, it's like, oh, now we're riding in a Mustang and Sympathy for the Devil cover comes on. <laughs> and then Tom Cruise like, Pulls his little blouse shirt yeah. the, with his leather his jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. felt like it ended kind of kind of cheesy compared to how it started strong. and how yeah. how strong it was exactly and how like um Brad Pitt, Louis's character, I felt was so developed and he had these like inner battles inside of him pulling at him. And he was so like eloquent the way he talked. And then you got the ending that was just like, okay, let's call it. You know. <laughs> like, well, guys, it's been two and a half hours. So <laughs> yeah. what we'll do is we'll have Christian say to girl across the Golden Gate Bridge and play this song and, and that'll be good. That's that's the end. Um, we'll leave it. Leave it open-ended. Um, yeah. Will they come back, you know? Yeah, listen, it's 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 hard. Because unless you're trying to get a, a sequel, but I would have rather they were seen, yeah. yeah, I would have rather seen um, Brad Pitt like lose it on Christian Slater, who he was going to kill, but then got a little bit intrigued because he wanted to interview him. And then because Christian Slater wanted him to turn him into a vampire at that point after they're done talking. And he's like, you didn't fucking listen to me. Like have him lose it and maybe just kill Christian Slater. Mm. And then just sitting in that hotel room contemplating like nothing's ever going to change because you know, you- that's, you bring up a good point though. Like Christian Slater didn't listen to the story and he's like, yeah, turn me into a vampire. Like, yeah. I don't know if someone told you that whole story, would you be like, yeah. Like after he fully expressed like how much, you know, regret he had about Mm -hmm. killing people. Do you think you'd want to do it? I don't, I wouldn't. No, No, I would not. And how much pain and suffering that he's gone through. Yeah. So uh, why is isolation that that he's in? It was very weird that Kristen Stewart, or sorry, I keep calling Kristen Stewart, Kristen <laughs> Slater's character, it's a different vampire movie. Um, mm-hmm. Christian Slater is sitting there and he's nodding along and he's listening. He's like, wow. And it's very out of character of him to be like, do it, do it. But then 
if I'm putting my critic brain on, maybe he is attracted to the power and it's maybe like Yeah, that. that's what I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where the draw of becoming a vampire is, right? Mm-hmm. Adrenaline and to be able to do that and because you get powers too. I don't know what Brad Pitt We never found out what power. he he couldn't yeah. read minds. No. Yeah. He couldn't like Lestat could like make people fall asleep. Do you want to know something so funny? So when they go to the vampire opera, whatever it's called, the vampire play, the opera, uh, the opera, there is a great TV show called What We Do in the Shadows, based off another vampire movie by a little known uh, New Zealand director named Taika Waititi. That's a joke. He's crushing it. Um, but I recognize this scene from this movie because there's an episode of What We Do in the Shadows where they basically get lured to a play and then they like decide to kill them because they've accidentally killed another vampire. And I'm watching the movie and I'm like, oh my God, this is like so familiar. And I realized that like, yeah, they basically paid homage to it in this show that I absolutely love. That's um, cool. Yeah. And it was really funny. And, and now I'm like, I got to go back and rewatch the show and figure out if they're like taking, making fun of other parts, like other vampire movies, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really, <laughs> really funny to watch it and be like, ah, oh, this feels really familiar. And then. Cause yeah, like, this is a little bit niche, right? Yeah. With what, what other vamp? Cause you don't really like scary movies. Uh, did you think really this like was scary? scary? First of all? No, not really. Yeah. It's not really scary. I've also been watching a lot more scary movies recently. I've been trying mm. to desensitize myself a little bit. Um, I also watched uh, let the right one in, which is a Swedish movie. Um, that's also about vampires. I, I'm okay. on like a little bit of a vampire kick at the moment. Yeah. And what, so have you seen a bunch, like which ones have you seen? Um, I've seen, well, it's been more like, horror-y type stuff so yeah let the okay. right one in and this one were mainly the vampire-y type ones and i think there is something to be said if a movie is you know 30 years old it's not as scary i'll tell you when i jumped in this film i jumped when there's a knock on the door and no one's there and then it's lestat and he's like a zombie dracula and he's come out of the swamp and he's all like beat up and gross yeah and rusty i jumped so fucking hard and i also jumped at the very <laughs> end when his hand comes into christian slater's uh neck yeah but for the most part i felt like this movie wasn't scary as much as it was like i don't know like freaky because like you're not also lestat is not a scary vampire in that like he's very charming and like yes he certainly mm-hmm. is hard but you never see him like do like nasty things he kills pe- people pretty quickly there's one scene where he sort of like taunts the whore whore number one um and he sort of plays with her and he's you know but mostly it's just he kills them pretty quickly or essentially yeah because so. it's it's food for them and he knows mm-hmm. that and he knows he doesn't need to play with them or Hit, the way he plays the game is before he kills them. Yeah. How he lures them in. Yeah. And then he, like, he glooms, sorry, grooms Claudia for that. Yeah. And she sits at a bust out crying woman. Just, oh, honey, what's up? Yeah. And then she's, Claudia's chewing on her neck. So it's more of like the game, the hunt to get that. And it's not like, yeah, let's torture this person now. And you know what scares me nowadays as well as like more the gory stuff, which this movie thankfully didn't have too, too much. There is the one scene where Claudia slits his throat and there's blood gushing everywhere. And I read that that was an animatronic. Yeah, um, yep. for Tom, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. And they cut and a guy I, in half. Louis. Oh, that's right. They do do some half, gross stuff. Cuts a head off with the sickle. I, I don't know if it's like the 90s thing where like this the film is... Because 
this is like a little bit muted the colors and stuff like you can definitely tell like nowadays we have hd so it looks much more realistic this Mm -hmm. feels like a film which is crazy because it's only the 90s which you know it doesn't feel that long ago but i think because it's a little grainier or something yeah it's not as scary but there's uh but to your point, like where what we do in the shadows is pulling, like doing homage in some of the episodes, there's so much to pull from. There's so many different stories from vampires. There's like Underworld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a newer movie, Dracula Untold. Uh, that's like one of the more recent ones. But there's like TV shows, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There was Twilight um, from Dust Till Dawn. That's supposed um, to be a really scary one, right? From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. That one's kind of wild. Yeah. And 28 Days Later. That's Quentin that... Tarantino. 28 uh, Days Later. Um, there's Priest. Uh, I did watch I did watch an Iranian Persian film called A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is also a vampire film. It's black and white. And again, it's like similar to similar to this in that like it's just like the vampires aren't monsters as much as they like are just among us. I think what makes okay. a, I think what makes a Dracula film scary, or a, sorry, not Dracula film, a vampire film scary is when they're the other you don't know them as much like in this situation we're invited into the vampire friendship the life you know yeah it's there it's it's the 20 day person like right his narrative how he came to be in his right his viewpoint i think when we went out cool when, way to do it when our protagonist is a non-vampire it's scarier because you don't know where they're coming from or you know what i mean someone's and, gonna attack them and yeah, yeah they're running it, for their lives brad pitt was very humanized in this film because he feels very guilty about killing people so like yeah. we almost have sympathy for them even though like they're monsters you know they're <laughs> murderers they're killing people constantly um and that's something i wanted to ask you actually how many people how much blood a day do you think a vampire has to consume because he's saying like sometimes he'll kill two to three people a night that's a lot. Yeah, it seemed like they were they were doing a lot. Well, okay, so humans supposed to on the you know nutrition pyramid supposed to have three balanced meals a day. Maybe they got to kill three, three humans because he was talking about um, the way he did it, right? And he'd he'd probably want like an heiress or something or something. Well, he was fancy. saying he'd start off with a young girl, which I was yeah. like, ooh, again. And then they get going. And then then, they, then a gilded youth, which could be a yeah. man or a woman, because he hits on the sexy footman or whatever the guy mm-hmm. is and then yeah he would end it off with like a blue blood they call it um yeah. somebody in higher society yeah so i was like i mean brad pitt was like drinking like hundreds of rats a day you know or chickens or whatever but Ugh. i was one i was wondering like how many how much blood because it just seemed like they killed constantly to be yeah honest. to stay stay going which was also interesting that they stayed in new orleans because you think people would be like hang on a second you know <laughs> Even though it's like the 1700s, people talk like, hey. Yeah. There's, a, you know, there's something going on. I'm probably going to move. Place. You know, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I think the, uh, have you ever heard it's Nosferatu? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the OG one, I think. It's in 1922. I've, I think I've seen snippets of that in like yeah, film classes. And he's got a like a bald film. head and mm-hmm. long teeth and long fingernails. Yeah. 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 And then Bram Stoker's Dracula. That yeah. one is, I watched that when I was like a young teenager. That movie was fucked. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Scared you? Uh, that's, uh, it just weirded me out. Like, whoa, like this is kind of dark. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and well so i was wondering if you like so we haven't okay so we think maybe like three meals a day so that's like three humans a day to yeah. eat balanced um, diet balanced diet 
And then I guess, yeah, I had already asked you, like, why wouldn't you just make a bunch of vampires and some vampire dogs and stuff? Well, maybe because, okay, so Tom Cruise was very adamant about Claudia never killing our own home. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't get caught, can't get knocked. So I think if you had too many, there's going to be... You could eat, yeah. Yeah, well, and then think about... Exactly, it fucks up the balance, and you're risking yourself now, because now, to your point, I eat three a night, if I got 10 people, we got to kill 30 people a night. Right. And that's three people keep... in one household. That's nine people a night. Well, yeah. That we got to we gotta kill. Yeah. That's a lot. So you're going to run through some cities real quick and some towns. Yeah. You're going to eventually call like cause attention to yourself. And that's what they don't want to do. They want to move kind of in silence. They want to like live in a town, play the game, there's eat one some part, people and move on. There's one part when they're just staying in the countryside, like before they burn the house down where they're, they're pulling like these slaves out of the water. And I was getting the sense that like, maybe they were just staying at their house and just going through the people around. Cause then the, t- the slaves like turn on them. Right. Yeah. You see uh, that first guy on the, um, on the waterfront mm-hmm. has the, 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 the markings on his neck right. from a bite. Yeah, and then they're trying to fish the other ones out of the Probably from, Lest- the river. from Lestat, because it doesn't oh, seem like Brad would eat his own people. Yeah, and Lestat was so upset that he burnt down the house. He's like, we had everything. What are you, like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. Now we're in a, oh, what did you say? Like, now we're in a Dimsey Cemetery. Are you yeah. happy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Do you think you would become a vampire if you were given the option and not hmm that's about that's a that's about so what i would do if i if say if i was sick or something and i had no choice yeah let's rock like turn me um because at some point you could just you know jump into a fire or something after you live 500 years and you were born the whole thing but i i would be almost like a vir- a vampire vigilante and i'll just mm-hmm. i'll just fuck I'd kill people that had it coming. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Like criminals. Exactly. Cause then, okay. So I'm still hurting people, which isn't, isn't right. Mm. Um, Should let, you know, justice do its thing. But you know, if somebody has got to go, I'm going for, for people that are doing, doing dirt, doing crime, hurting other people. You know, don't do the crime if you don't want to do the time of being eaten. (laughs) Somebody parks like in two spots yeah. in Walgreens. Dead. I see them come out. I might track them down. <laughs> you're gone, sir. You're yeah. gone. You see a guy leaving his dog shit on the side of the road. You're, yeah. like, you're dead. Uh, I'm going to eat that you're guy. You're lunch now. <laughs> what about you? you I don't think I, I don't think I would. I mean, I don't think I would. I I don't think I could do it. I mean, live, I, I, live forever. I feel like you're right. And like, there's probably a way to do it. Like you're thinking about it. So right. Um, but I just don't want to. I don't like needles. You know that. I don't want to bite people. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Uh, okay. If you had to choose, and I've asked people this before, if you had to choose between becoming a vampire or a werewolf and you had to do one of them, what would you do? Do werewolves kill people though? I guess they do, right? They freak out like when the full moon comes. Yeah. And, and they're then, psycho. And then they can be uncontrollable and they can like go nuts. Yeah. And it also depends like 
you know, there's a lot of different movies for for what werewolves and vampires. So it depends mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. what kind of vampire, what kind of werewolf you would be. But if you had right. to choose, right? Like if we're talking Twilight, then like obviously the vamps had like the better house for sure. You know, <laughs> they had yeah. cool shit. Um, I'm gonna say uh werewolf because i like being outside and i like the daytime you know and i think that would be really sad to not be able to still be warm-blooded yeah and then you know like i could just get chained up in a basement somewhere like one one week a month or something i think i would also be a werewolf and then everybody listening let us know if you'd rather be a vampire werewolf or team team vampire I mean, yeah, because werewolves don't really kill people. I mean, like accidentally, you know, it seems mm-hmm. like. Um, and if they bite like someone. Twilight, they could turn it any time they wanted to, right? They have right. more control. In the Underworld series, they could turn any time they wanted to as well. Yeah. Like it looked I mean, like it hurt a lot when they transformed, but yeah, they sure. had control over themselves. And listen, I've already got body hair situations that I have to deal with. As a woman, you know, I'm expected to be hairless. So what's the difference, you know? Yeah, so that you don't have to shave. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so do you think that uh, that Kirsten Dunn's character was going to die of the plague? That's one thing I was worrying about because like her mom, that was a fucked up scene. So there's a mm-hmm. scene in this film so he, so Tom Cruise's character Lestat kills the Hoos, and uh, and Brad <laughs> runs out of the room, and he's so upset, and he runs into like the town, and they're like, "Don't go that way, Monsieur! Like it's the plague." And he finds Kirsten Dunst. Uh, she's holding onto her mother's hand, and the mother's died of the plague, which is super gross. And then he is like weirdly overcome, and he bites her. And I'm like making a face today. I'm like, oh. And then Tom Cruise comes in and he's like, oh, and he picks up the corpse and he's dancing around with it. I was like, oh, I just, I knew it was a dummy in my head, but it was so gross. I just, yeah. I wasn't into it. <laughs> do you think that Kirsten Dunst was that? Like, do you think they were saying, like, you know, she's lost everybody and then he like bites her? See, I think he was just so ravenous because he left Lestat and he's like, yeah, go off, go eat rats. And then he stumbles into, her home mm-hmm. sees the mom hey monsieur don't go down there it's the plague those cops are taking off these bodies and he's like fuck that i go wherever i want i'm already dead. yeah and he goes down there i think he was just ravenous and he just had that feeling he couldn't go overcome it because he's a newer vampire mm. and he bit her and then he couldn't finish the job and that's why Lestat turned her He's like, I'm gonna well, give you a companion. Yeah, and then and they never to mentioned trick it. Her, trick it her and him into staying, basically, because he knew he yeah. wouldn't leave her. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, because yeah, he was super manipulative. But then when she addresses it, like, why'd you guys make me? Why'd you do this? And he he walks her over there and he says nothing about he's like, You took my you killed my mom, and he doesn't say no, like your mom was already dead from the plague, mm-hmm. which was interesting that he wouldn't mention that. Yeah, I I I don't know. It was a long movie, but they didn't address every question. You know, they, <laughs> they didn't have time. But she's just like, well, you you took me from my family and you turned me into this. And he he's just like, yeah, <laughs> not he's that. Like, sorry, you were alone. You your yeah. mom was your mom was dead with the plague, and you were like touching her and playing with it. Yeah, it was weird as well that she doesn't remember it because I have a lot of memories from being twelve years old. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not like she was four or something. So like I can remember things how they were anyway. Um, you raised something interesting though, and I think it's interesting in the film. Uh, they cannot drink from dead people, right? Like uh, Tom Cruise is teaching her, 
to not drink like you have to stop drinking before the heart stops because mm-hmm. it's i guess it's like poison to them yeah dead blood and but they he don't really address it but he doesn't die he when says. he drinks dead blood you know he just gets weakened yes and then she slits his throat so it must be some kind of reaction like a because weakness they mm-hmm. need whatever is in blood that's uh of a living being but man she is she's good what does she put in a Laud- laudanum. laudanum yeah mm-hmm. she drugs them basically by drugging those she kills the twins drugs them or no she must have just drugged can- them because they were still alive well no and then they die but oh, no they're the dead because a lot she's like unfortunately yeah, killed it. them yeah but it keeps the blood warm and yeah. so he thinks that he's drinking a you know a fresh pair of twins and you don't get fresh twin blood every, every day. day yeah you know actually <laughs> i think that was a plot device because that would have been so easy for louis to just go and feed off people who had just died right like i think that's part of it like there was no just hanging out at the from- morgue yeah yeah. Or become a police officer, yeah, like a crime scene investigator. If they had yeah. it back then, yeah. Oh yeah, the guys, I just need twenty minutes with the scene, yeah. or a grave digger <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Why do you got that metal straw? Oh, it's just you this. Know, my... <laughs> well, you know about plastic straws, right? Like the yeah, turtles. Yeah, you know? the turtles. But the no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna treat this body like a juice box. Yeah, it's cool. Punch a Capri Sun just <laughs> into the neck. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> ew. Uh, yeah, no. This movie was two and a half hours long. I don't know the exact run time, but it, yeah. it felt like two and a half hours. But yeah, there was a lot of un- unanswered questions because they had to spend so much time on the plantation with the frivolous, uh, frilly outfits. And then, yeah. you know, because the first, like, I think he doesn't officially become a vampire until like twenty or thirty minutes in. Like, it's it's decent. I, I remember mm-hmm. pausing it, being like, "Holy shit!" Like, this is. Usually, I'm, I've been doing reading a lot of movies lately. Usually, if a film's 90 minutes, you've got like the turn, like the inciting incident that usually happens around page 10. So that's like 10 minutes in. Then you've got like the midpoint, which is around the 55 minute mark. But this was just like, yeah, it was. I think the the beginning was extended. It was the Schneider cut. It of, was a uh, Schneider cut. You know, it was an interview, and then yeah. they only used Armand for the last like 30 minutes. And that, by uh, the way, the by the way. I was able to get through the first viewing without subtitles until Antonio Banderas came on the screen. And okay. then I had to turn on the subtitles because I was like, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know. It's got a little bit of an accent and then having to use those teeth. And then being a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A challenge. But he, <laughs> he did looked, a great job. He looked pretty dope, though. Walking Ugh. around in that like silk red and black robe when he pops up on stage. Mm. Like those people witnessed a murder. And they didn't. I, I couldn't get over. It. I thought that was such a cool scene that they had these fucking vampires putting on plays. It's like it's like when you walk around LA, like you know, when you see someone with a gun, you're like, holy shit! And then you see someone doing a TikTok. Like they could be easily robbing a store, but we would just be like, oh, they're doing a TikTok. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, they're so, making something. I think yeah. actually that Content. happened in our neighborhood semi recently. Someone was spotted with a gun, and then there was helicopters, and it turned out they were making like a music video without oh, yeah. a permit. So. Permits do are that. expensive. You don't know, do that try, in LA, though. You, you don't want to do that. No, 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 not a good idea. Put uh, the do use a FX or VFX mm-hmm. after the fact. Mm-hmm. Put the gun in later. Just hold a banana. Um, <laughs> but it's getting to that time, David. We've, we've yes, discussed yes, a lot of things. Yes. Um, do you have someone from the film that you can shout out? I do. So you know what? You go first because okay. I normally go. Okay. Before well, I... before I do my shout out, I want to say Helen McCrory, 
who had a tiny part in this. She passed away, unfortunately, this year. She was oh, in geez. Harry Potter and she was whore number two, whore number two in the scene where he bites the one with the breast. She's the one that like, you really only see her face for a second. She's, um, her leg is kind of like jiggling when they're on the couch. And then she like, and he's like, oh, your friend has no head for wine. Um, she went on to have an amazing career. This was one of her big breaks um and we love her and it was yeah, she was amazing in yeah. um yeah would you say harry potter, harry potter. she was in yeah, and then she... she was in she was amazing in um what is it oh my god uh peaky blinders oh yes she was yes. amazing in she peaky in blinders yep. and i yeah she was married to um another actor is it daniel that's, lewis or something? yeah that's in uh that's in um billions right now yeah so, yeah very sad loss she, for her i think I she remember, was dealing with cancer yeah 52 years old we lost her in 2021 such an amazing actress just you know see her and appreciate her but my real shout out i had to say helen's name um also hilarious that she was just whore number two because we've been talking about whores the whole way through but i wanted to shout out uh joe viscoshi joe viscoxil i'm fucking up your last name joe and i'm so sorry but he was the pyrotechnic uh, advisor for this film and i felt like there was a lot of fire obviously you can kill a vampire it was very effective in a lot of scenes there's one scene in particular where they try to kill tom cruise's character and he climbs on the ceiling do you remember that part so there's like a guy on fire and he's like doing the vampire thing where he's like upside down he's like running around them it's very cool yeah very cool um and joe worked on source code and super ninja and a couple of other things but joe we see you and we appreciate you Thanks for making everybody safe on set with the fire. We see you and we appreciate you. Who do you have? David? So I'm gonna I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna go with um, is it? I don't know if it's Annie or Anne Rice, but um, she was a writer, did the screenplay, mm. and like I said, um, not didn't like how the ending happened, but I <laughs> and some I wish I would have got more of like the details. We should read the chronicle vampire like history. Should, yeah, I'd books. be down for that. But um book club david and paris uh, yeah <laughs> but i did like um this is just an interview with vampire it's a story about louis's life basically mm, as a vampire mm-hmm. so i just loved how they talked kind of throughout the beginning of this movie and yeah. like uh some of the old school vampires talked and how that was written um and she's she's very talented and she even wrote uh queen of the dam that had Aaliyah in mm. it but um my other go-to was uh belina logan who was the tavern girl oh. who who got bit the and sweet then, the sweet lips yeah sweet lips yeah and she Brad Pitt wasn't going to kill her. He's like, I will not take her life. And Louis goes, I already did it for you. And he hit her with the little pinky ring. ring. But yeah, she's still doing her thing. She was um, NCIS, NCIS hmm. recently. Um, she was in Big Little Lies. She was in American Vandal, Twin Peaks, um, The Magicians, which is the show I watched, you know, since the 80s, um, doing her thing, still acting. Good. So, Belina, and her name's Belina. Great. We you. see you and we appreciate yeah, yeah. you. Um, listen to be a working actor is huge in this town and it's it's the little things and it's you know being an actor is a grind and if she's consistently working that's fantastic so it is love to see it so david do you think this movie aged like milk okay so i think parts of it aged like milk um some of like i said some of the effects aged and i was like oh that looks really cheesy um and then obviously the kirsten dunce being a little sexualized yeah but, and, that, and that's why i kept kind of i was like oh this is fucking bizarre this is weird you're going back and forth uh, i could like tell. cringing yeah, on it yeah, but yeah, at the yeah. same time i'm like 
for this story, like she's supposed to be older. And this is why you, and they're trying to say, this is why they don't make kid vampires basically. So if they took out like some of like that felt a little too sexual, which this whole movie was in every interaction, not just with her, all the guys like had a lot of sexual attention. Um, so I think that aged a little bit. So I'm trying to think of like a milk that I would be like, just it's a just in case milk right <laughs> or, or like not sorry not Powdered a just in milk, case like max said but like break break glass in case of milk okay right in case of emergency like this will sustain you you will not die it's like you're drinking rats instead of eating rats humans. exactly it's not basically dead it's not dead blood milk but it's it's kind of <laughs> rat milk like you're only going to use rat this. blood milk you know, you're only going to use this if you really need it for that recipe. If you're on a and you're, ship all the stores and, are closed. Right. Exactly. And that's that's how I feel about it. But I did enjoy this movie, I, a majority of this movie. Okay. And I think vampires just uh, it's just a cool story and the lore of it and the history of it is, totally. is very fascinating. So how do you feel about it? I'm just going to straight out say, I think this age like milk. I think <laughs> if I was an executive, I would not drink this milk at all. I'd be like, no, this is going to open up so many, uh, so many situations. I think you hit the nail on the head. The Kirsten Dunst thing, they tried like with the line, like, you know, her eyes told a different story. She's older. And like, we know that 30 years have passed. I still think you said it. It's verging on sexualizing this 12 year old there's also the guy that the little kid that antonio banderas is like feeding on it's a bit he's in the bed it's a bit like yeah, what's going that, on here yeah, that's that very weird. weird like we don't yeah. love that and also antonio is clearly like a lover of men who's trying to get brad to stay behind like who wouldn't 90s brad is delightful um <laughs> uh, we would all but uh yeah i'm just gonna say straight up i would not drink this milk uh even if it wasn't in case i'd probably just go without some milk so i do think this film aged like milk i'm curious to know what our, our listeners think because i think it is you know a classic i mean i didn't really know about this film but when i mentioned it to people they knew so clearly it was just my weird upbringing growing up in you know asia and stuff where i didn't know about it but like you said it fucking smashed at the box office so yeah very popular so yeah. what about the story just in general so i liked the story in general yeah do you think it could be greenlit today if they well, rewrite a been, couple parts it has well been for the as a as a series but as a I'm, as a film i think i'll be curious to see that how they handle it i can almost guarantee that if they have a younger person it will be handled very differently um mm. Like I like you, I think it's fascinating to set like a vampire movie in like New Orleans 1700s. I think it's interesting the the slave stuff, and I mean it's horrifying and and all of that. But like, I am always down for a reimagining of a vampire lore mm. and stuff like that, and any monster. You know, I was actually thinking about how we have vampires, we have werewolves, we have zombies. We that's we don't have like too many other like you know things that are people just know like if i said you know what kills a vampire you'd be able to list you know three things or like you would mm. know 10 things about a vampire and it's just from the retelling and the stories we don't have so many things in our history um i think you know native americans and pe other people have like more type boogie type men type things but yeah in western culture yeah we have like vampires zombies werewolves right Mm. the boogeyman paranormal um, ghosts yeah, yeah. UFOs, but, uh, but yeah we should do another um 
vampire movie down the line and yeah. get get more into the history of where vampires came from because it's uh yeah. it's pretty interesting no for sure and i i think if you hear about like the original like uh how it came about you know it was set sort of in medieval times and a lot of these monsters were created by people trying to explain things that like mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have the science at the time yeah where there was like a sickness right or, or something of that nature or yeah. blaming a like a, a group of people passed away and they try to blame it on one of the people that was right. in that group yeah so. yeah so it is it is super interesting um and obviously like we're still making shows about vampires and stuff we love them you know what we do in the shadows is a comedy that kind of reimagines it and it's sort of the office style where like they're talking to the camera so i think all of these monsters have you know unending sorry let me try that they have endless opportunities to be like Mm -hmm. retold in stories so yeah i mean twilight was basically young adult sexy vampire boyfriends yeah and if there's if we have any vampire listeners out there, please get in touch. Reach out to us in the daylight or please over social media or email. We don't want to see you in person just yet. Yeah. And then uh yeah, just let us know. Let us know how it's going. Yeah. yeah. Does this movie true portrayal. Like, how know. was the pandemic for current vamps? That's oh, I'm sure it was ho- great. Hopefully they were okay. Yeah, you I know? think it was fine because they were just like everybody was just chilling at home, so they could just <laughs> You know, although social distancing probably made it hard. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, David, uh, thank you so much for mm-hmm. uh, getting on and talking about this with me. Thank um, you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and email us at agelikemilkpodcast at gmail for suggestions. We have some great guests coming up in the future. Thanks for continuing to support us. We love it. Yeah, we, love to we see appreciate you. y'all. Yeah, thanks, David. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. But but. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Don't you dare forget our tagline. <laughs> you should check your fridge. To make sure that milk is not spoiled like the dead blood. <laughs> gross milk <laughs> is gross. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.